Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Bonus Points Podcast. I'm Jamie and Alan joins me as always. Hello guys. On today's bumper episode, we review both Game Week 13 and 14, discuss our transfer plans and reveal our Fantasy 5 picks for the weekend. Let's begin by running over Game Week 13 headlines. Liverpool thrash Southampton 4-0 at Anfield. Manchester City edge past West Ham. Chelsea and Manchester United played at an entertaining draw at Stamford Bridge. Everton suffered a fifth successive defeat at Brentford. B striker Ivan Tony finally scored. Steven Gerrard made it back-to-back wins to Aston Villa manager as they defeated Crystal Palace. Amy Vardy scored twice as Leicester City beat Watford 4-2 at the King Power. Eddie Howe finally took charge of Newcastle United, but the Magpies were outclassed by Arsenal. Meanwhile, Norwich against Wolves and Brighton against Leeds ended goalless, and Burnley's clash with Spurs was abandoned due to the snow. So, Alan, how did your game week 13 pan out? Yeah, so I didn't have a good game week 13 at all. I scored 43 points, which was one uh, point behind the average. And that gave me a red arrow from 475k to 623k. I transferred in Huang and Trent Alexander-Arnold for a minus four. And obviously Huang <laughs> has been a pretty poor transfer, but we'll get onto him a bit later. Trent Trent did well, to be fair. He got nine points in, in yeah. the first week I brought him in. So that was nice. Um, but yeah, apart from Trent, only Cody and Salah returned. And the game being called off at Turf Moor, which you just touched upon, was kind of brutal for my cane pick. Um, but going yeah. on his form, he probably wouldn't have scored anyway, so it doesn't matter. Um, so yeah, that was my game week 13. A quick summary How did your game week 13 pan out, Philby? Yeah, so I got 52 points, which was above the average of 44. However, it led to a small red arrow from 106 to 116k um, overall. Vardy top scored with 12 points, me pretty pleasing because I've had him in. I mean, ever since he started to blank, and now he finally returned. So that was that felt good. <laughs> um, Salah also gave me 12, thanks to the armband. Um, Trent Alexander-Arnold picked up his customary assist and kept a clean sheet, giving him nine points, as you just mentioned. And the ever-reliable Ben White recorded six points as Arsenal kept Newcastle at bay. And honestly, mate, that was about as good as it got. Um, Kane didn't play, as you, you just mentioned. He's becoming a real nuisance, isn't he? It's so <laughs> frustrating. Like, I'm... Um, couple of my mates are Spurs fans and they say like he looked well off the pace last night as well. Oh really? Just, That's not good Yeah, then. there's just something not right there. So it doesn't bode well for the weekend's match, does no, it? it doesn't, storage. not at all. <laughs> um, yeah, it's the third week in a row where I had a player um, scoring zero points thanks to the Livermento auto sub for Kane. So it's just really frustrating when you've only got 10 players scoring a point. Uh, it just keeps on happening for whatever reason. Injuries, now game abandoned. It's yeah. pretty frustrating. And then, yeah, the newly transferred in Vincente Gaeta and Conor Gallagher disappointed in Palace's loss to Villa, scoring just one and two points, respectively. Those two transfers have been a disaster. I mean, Palace have just turned really leaky at the back ever since, haven't they? And Conor Gallagher seems to be playing in a deeper role. I mean, against Leeds, he was playing like left of the midfield three. He didn't get forward that much in the second half. I don't know if you watched that game. But he was no, I didn't. Way, yes. way more defensive. It was weird. Yeah, and then um, defensive big hitters Ruben Diaz and Antonio Rudiger collected a measly two points each. City and Chelsea failed to keep clean sheets. And uh, finally, Rafinha and Emil Smith were recorded three points apiece thanks to the extra, extra clean sheet point. So, yeah, just a quick summary um, 52 points. And then I went down about 10K places to 116K from 106. Um, so, yeah, let's move on to the midweek action now and run over the results. Newcastle remained winless but fought valiantly against Norwich in a 1-1 draw. The Magpies had to play 80 minutes with 10 men after last man Kieran Clark fouled Timmy Puglia. 
Leeds United edge past Crystal Palace thanks to a stoppage time penalty from Rafinha. Leeds have kept consecutive clean sheets for the first time this season. Southampton and Leicester played out an entertaining two-all draw. James Madison now scored 26 points in his last two game weeks after the midfielder found the back of the net again. Despite Emmanuel Dennis scoring his sixth goal of the campaign, Watford were outclassed by leaders Chelsea, thanks to goals from Mason Mount and Hakim Ziyech. West Ham and Brighton drew for the sixth successive game after Neil Mopé scored a superb bicycle kick in the last minute. The Seagulls are now winless in nine, though. Portuguese duo Ruben Diaz and Bernardo Silva scored to ensure Manchester City maintained the pressure on Chelsea at the top of the table. Liverpool inflicted a third straight defeat on Merseyside neighbours Everton. Diego Jota, Jordan Henderson and a Mo Salah brace saw that the Reds win 4-1 at Goodison Park. Antonio Conte remains unbeaten as Tottenham Hotspur manager in the league as the side cruised to a 2-0 victory at home to Brentford. Remarkably, Spurs are now just two points off fourth place despite that dodgy early start. Cristiano Ronaldo scored twice for Manchester United as they came from a goal down to beat rivals Arsenal 3 to at Old Trafford. Interim manager Michael Carrick resigned after the final whistle. Finally, Wolves and Burnley ended goalless. Wolves have scored just once in their last four, while Burnley remained three points from safety. So, Alan, did you make any changes to your team before the deadline, and how did your game week 14 fare? Yeah, so I did make one change, and that was Cancelo in for uh, Shane Duffy. And that got off to a great start with Cancelo getting me a massive two-pointer haul. Uh, so, yeah, um, game week 14 altogether scored 60 points and that gave me a red arrow down to 708k. Um, like game week 13, I only had three returners. They were my captain Salah, Rafinha and Diaz. And Diaz was quite a surprising return because obviously I saw he scored, which was nice. And then um, like it popped up on my phone saying he scored. And I, I just would have presumed it was a header from a corner or something like that. But it was actually quite a nice strike, wasn't it? From uh, outside it was unreal. So on his weak foot. <laughs> it was very surprising, but we'll take that all day long as uh, about time he actually returned some points for us. Very true. Um, um, yeah, so I think the clear reason for my downfall in the ranks is just bad transfers, really. Guaita mm. hasn't kept a clean sheet since I brought him in. Huang didn't return in either of the two games I brought him in for. And in hindsight, his transfer was really a rookie mistake and I should have looked into his stats more before I brought him in because I believe he's only had seven shots this season. Or wow. before I brought him in, he had only had seven shots. He scored like four from seven, <laughs> four goals from seven shots. So yeah, maybe if I had looked a bit more into the stats, I wouldn't have brought him in. But I was kind of like, just I just saw the two fixtures of um, Norwich and who was the other team they played? I can't remember now, but... Um, I mean. Burnley, yeah. that was it, yeah. And I was just like, wow. They <laughs> it blanked in both. Yeah, yeah, it kind of worked. Um, but yeah, it didn't work out. And yeah, if I had I looked at the stats, I probably would have maybe gone for Dennis or someone like that. But it is that's so frustrating. Yeah, yeah, that's fantasy for you. Um, also, Kane got zero to, uh, zero turns since I brought him in. And yeah, I honestly can't wait to ship him out. I can't stand seeing him, <laughs> seeing him <laughs> in my team. Like, it's just so frustrating, like... It was it was a differential punt that yeah just went seriously wrong. I, I think mm. I said when I brought him in, I, I listed off the uh, the four fixtures they had in the row, and I was like, oh, I I can see him scoring three goals in those games, and we, there's one game to go. Obviously, one got called off, and he's got zero goals and zero assists in those games. So not great at all. So to mm. summarize, Game Rick 14 has been my fourth red arrow in a row. 
I went from 100k in game week 10 to now 708k in game week 14. Jesus. So, yeah, That's I have, crazy. I have fallen fast and this Yeah, like, not nice to fall from grace, eh? Exactly, yeah. yeah. It's not been great at all, but um, yeah, I hope your game week 14 was a bit nicer to you. Yeah, it wasn't too bad, to be fair. Um, I scored 66 points, which is just above the average. But yeah, again, I got a small red arrow, only down 2,000 places to 118k from 116. Um, I made no transfers. Uh, and banking the transfer definitely turned out to be the right choice because I was going to bring in Marcus Alonso. Um, and obviously, Chelsea didn't keep the clean sheet. Um, and then he didn't get an attack in return. And also he got booked, so he only scored one point. So thank God I decided to, to roll out at the last minute, really. Um, yeah, and then obviously this was largely thanks to Mo Salah, captaincy. Um, the guy is just unbelievable, isn't he? Like every time he's through on goal, Alan, like you know he's going to score. Like both of those chances against Everton were pretty tough, especially the first one, like, running away from goal kind of. The first to, like, finish was get- class. It was unreal, wasn't it? He's just... Honestly, you see something else. But yeah, he got uh, 30 points uh, for me, which was just under half of my actual <laughs> points all crazily enough. Um, and yeah, my other returners were like you, Ruben Diaz. Nice for him to pop up the customary goal. I'm pretty sure that's only his second or third goal in the Premier League since joining City. So that's a rarity. Um, and then my other returner, Emil Smith-Rowe, perhaps controversially, mate. Um, <laughs> with that, I don't, think, I don't think there was anything wrong with that. Goal, oh no, you know? it should have been allowed, yeah. Yeah, it was, there's nothing wrong with that. It was a good little finish, actually. Volley on his left foot from outside the box. Um, but yeah, those, those and obviously Rafinha returned to me scoring that last-minute penalty. Never looked like missed it, really, did he? It was a cool penalty. But yeah, elsewhere, it was really, really disappointing. To be honest, I'm thankful for Salah that I managed to get over the average. Gaeta, once more, like you, been disappointing. Only scored two points. Rudiger and Trent, I mean, despite Liverpool scoring four, Trent... Funnily enough, didn't have a role to play in any of the goals, which is unlike him. Um, and why obviously just got one point as Arsenal conceded three away at Man United. And then Conor Gallagher disappointed once again, just scoring that one point. And then two strikers, I didn't even want to, didn't even want to get started on these two. <laughs> Kane and Vardy again. I mean, back to reality with Vardy. Scored 12 points last game week. Now he's back to he's hit the norm of two. He missed a so sitter. Well, it wasn't really a sitter, but he was through one on one, I believe. Uh, yeah, he was kind of late on, wasn't he? And then yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, over the bar. Just, just yeah, he leant back, just skied it over yeah. the bar, didn't he? I mean, to be fair, Vardy has he's he's been having a few shots here and there the last couple of game weeks, but beforehand he really wasn't. There. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then obviously Kane, uh, disappointing two points. I mean, what's wrong with the guy right now? I just I just don't get it. It's crazy. It's all from grace this season. It's, you know, it's definitely playing on his mind, that move, I reckon. It has to be. Yeah, definitely. There's, there's no way it's yeah. not. Um, so, yeah, just to start, go over again, mate, 66 points, but a small red arrow down to 118k overall. Um, yeah, so, Alan, what um, transfers do you have in mind for the weekend fixtures, then, mate? Yeah, so I've already made my transfer. Um, it was Christensen out and in Marcus Alonso. Yeah. Uh, I would have rather have brought in Reese James, but... I want to swap Rafinha for Jota next week when Leeds' fixtures become really tricky. So Alonso yeah. being a bit cheaper was the option I had to go for. Um, so yeah, I'm only making one transfer because I only have one free transfer. I can't be taking minus hits anymore. As much as I would love to just take a minus 46 or whatnot and just get rid of my whole team, uh, I can't be doing that. Otherwise, I'll be if I did that, I'll probably be like 2 million or something like that. <laughs> so, and the rest. <laughs> so... Um, 
I'm going to captain Salah, obviously, like there's no other reason to captain anyone else. And I'm going to start Josh Brownhill over Cody and Huang, who are against a rampant Liverpool side. Brownhill is away against Newcastle. He hasn't returned at all this season. So you just know he's going to score a hat-trick this week and I'm going to fly <laughs> up the ranks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Have you made any transfers for game week 15? Yeah, so I've had, had two uh, free transfers, mate. So I bought in Jao Cancelo finally, about six weeks too late. And Emmanuel Dennis returned to the team. Do you remember I had him in for the yeah. first three or four yeah. weeks of the season? I and I, I remember saying, mate, on one of the first podcasts, He's an absolute baller. I watched him a few times at Bruges in the Champions League. Yeah. Got a hat trick away at Real Madrid. Like, I, I should have just kept him. I, I knew he was going to be really good. It's crazy. Talking, talking with Watford right now, I think they've got um three players in the top 10 goal scorers. It's crazy. Yeah, I think that's yeah, right. Yeah. Josh King. And I think Josh yeah, King's Dennis. on five and Dennis on six. Yeah, it's mad. Yeah. Yeah, they score a lot of goals. They just can't keep them out, can they? So, yeah, <laughs> bought in Ancelo and Dennis and then out go. Ivermento and Vardy, and I've got four million left in the bank. So nice. It's, you know, I've got quite a lot of leeway. Yeah. I'm thinking I might make one other change this week for a minus it, although I probably won't ever end up doing it. I could transfer out Ben White um, for Reese James or Marcus Alonso, probably be Reese James. But I've noticed James is flagged. I mean, do you know if he's injured for the weekend? He he was uh well I don't know if he's injured for this weekend, but I know he was a. Uh... Out and obviously he wasn't even in the squad in the end, was he, for the midweek games? So yeah, um, I'll hold far on that to me. Yeah. Then. And then I think I'm going to bring him in next week. Uh, yeah, potentially. But yeah, yeah. The, the thing is, like, I, obviously I could bring in Alonso still, but I genuinely think Arsenal have a better chance of keeping a clean sheet away at Everton, who are shocking. This, they're they're <laughs> yeah, so bad than Chelsea. You know, I think Chelsea, Chelsea will probably concede against West Ham. So I think I'm just going to stick with that and avoid the yeah, minus yeah. yeah, and I haven't taken a minus hit this season, to be fair, until I think, as I just mentioned now, next week, obviously, I plan to get rid of Ben White and bring in Reese James if he's back. And then I'm going to do Rafinha for sure to Diogo Jota. Yeah. And I'll still have, I think it was like 1.2 million left in the bank after I've made, made those two transfers, which is kind of crazy. And then, like, that template of a team is probably like the strongest it could be, to be fair. And then also, I could go from Kane to Ronaldo easily. So, to somehow turn out okay. Yeah, yeah. Me. I don't understand that. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, mate. <laughs> um, Revenge yeah, from so last season. <laughs> yeah, you know, literally, mate. It actually is, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, so that, that's my chance. And then so I'll just run over my team. So I've yep. gone for Cap- Captain Mo Salah, of course. You wouldn't. He's owned by 73. <laughs> that's almost, I think that's the highest in history now, isn't it? After yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, um, and then so obviously got for gone for Gaeta in goal. Got no choice really. Like I was playing around with my team earlier, mate, and I, you know, wanted to see what other keeper I could get. Um, and there's none really. Ramsdale's gone up in price to like four point nine now, I think. So he's the only other keeper that I consider. But anyway, yeah. So I'm going to go with the five back formation: Ben White, Trent Alexander Arnold, Antonio Rudiger, and the City team of Ruben Diaz. Then in midfield, I'm going to go for Emil Smith-Rowe, Salah, Rafinha, Conor Gallagher and Harry Kane. Harry Kane up front, home to Norwich. Tough game for the for the striker, isn't it, mate? God knows. He probably gets subbed off at half-time. <laughs> no, no, uh, um, so, yeah, that's my team, mate. Um, should we talk about Fantasy Fives? Yeah, I'll go first. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. Who have you gone for? Yeah, I. so usually I would pick my players based on stats and stuff like that, but 
uh, didn't really have as much time to do that. So yeah, so just on vibes this week. Um, so in defence, I've gone for Regulon v Norwich. He got an assist and kept a clean sheet, didn't he, yesterday against Brentford? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think obviously with Conte now, uh, Tottenham are a little bit better defensively. So let's see if he can keep a clean sheet against them. In midfield, I've gone for Smithrow v Everton and Salah v Wolves. Smithrow, he's mm. been in amongst the goals recently and also Everton are just very, very bad. And so Salah, <laughs> Salah shocking. v Wolves is, yeah, no-brainer. And then up top, I've gone for Chris Wood v Newcastle and Jesus v Watford. Um, yeah, like I said, I haven't looked at their stats at all. <laughs> I think Jesus got an assist in midweek, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Jesus' um, stats are okay, to be fair. Yeah. He's actually like a mainstay of City's team this season. He started, yeah. I think, every game except for two seasons in the league. Oh, really? I didn't realise that. was because of international break. Yeah, I remember because yeah. I was looking at bringing him in, mate. Uh, fair enough. Yeah, so... Um, uh, yeah, Watford ship a lot of goals, as we touched upon earlier, so wouldn't surprise me if he either gets a goal assist there and would be Newcastle. I, yeah, I, I don't know. It was just a random pick. Um, yeah. I think he he's doing all right this season, but yeah, like I said, I haven't got the stats, so <laughs> I have no clue how many goals he has this season, but... Why not? That's why I've gone for him. So altogether that went for, for uh, that came to 39.6 million. Who did you pick, Philby? Yeah, so obviously because you took Salah, I've had to go with Trent. Um, could have gone with Jota, but I just thought, may as well go with Trent. Could, I think uh, Liverpool are going to keep a clean sheet against the Wolves side who have only scored one in the last four, yeah. as I mentioned earlier on in the pod. Um, and then mid two midfield options, I've gone for Gundogan, uh, way to Watford. I like that. He's, I like that yeah, no, I really, I kind of want to get Gundogan in my team and little I don't know dis- disclaimer right here I think I'm gonna I plan to bring in Gundogan for Emil Smith Row too okay um, that's that's further down the line I just yeah. Gundogan has really good underlying numbers this season yeah you know he scored against um West Ham on the weekend to City City's captain obviously when Fernandinho is not on the pitch which is quite regularly so yeah he's just a key player of Pep Guardiola's side isn't he really and then um my second midfield option I've gone for a Rafinha mate Fancy Brentford look a bit shoddy at the back now, don't they? I know they kept a clean sheet against um, Everton on the weekend, but then they followed that up with that 2 0 loss against Spurs. And funnily enough, I, I checked the stats and Brentford didn't have a shot on target until like the 75th minute, I think. Oh, well, so yeah, just yeah. a bit toothless at the minute. And then my final two options, mate, I've gone for Vardy, funnily enough, against Villa. <laughs> I just, I don't know, he likes his goal in those rival games, doesn't he? I just may as well go with him. And then a final option, like you with the Chris Wood kind of thinking, I've gone for Callum Wilson. Yeah, uh, he was someone I was looking at as well, thinking about. Yeah, I just, I think Newcastle have to win that game, really. They do, because their fixtures turn kind of tough over the Christmas period. You know, they'll probably just get a cut adrift, so I can imagine Eddie Howe will just say to them, go out, get, try to get a goal early doors. And <laughs> obviously, yeah. he's that man for Newcastle to get a goal, isn't he? He's you know, just a good little option. So overall, mate, it's come to 39.9 million. 